everybody, welcome back to the Balance Factor podcast. If you're new here, my name is Emily, I am your host, and this is a show where I help you understand the complexities of human health and well-being. Welcome back, happy new year, happy 2023. We are here and refreshed, ready to tackle the world. I must say, I did enjoy some time off, however, I'm somebody who likes structure and routine and I could be not more than happy to be recording this episode today. And on the topic of New Year's, today we're going to be focusing this episode on five ways that you can actually accomplish your goals this year and how to remove the pressure of having our life together. We often feel that during the New Year's time, or as soon as it turns to January 1st, like we have to have our life together. And let's be honest, that's not the way it is. And this can put a lot of pressure on our shoulders, a lot of weight and expectations to be somewhere that we're not. And so today I'm going to walk you through some tools and tactics that will allow you to bring yourself back to the present moment, but also by the end of this year, really end up having a year that is fulfilling and you're able to accomplish your goals. So this isn't going to be your typical episode that you hear you know, many people are doing episodes right now on how to do your New Year's goals, how to do your resolutions, things like that. And it's too much. There's too much being thrown at us. There's too much information on ways to do things the right way. And it makes us second guess ourselves or that we're not good enough. It can make us feel a lot of feelings of imposter syndrome, so many things. And I just want to clarify all those things for you and help you get through it. So that's the focus for today's episode. And given that it's a new year, I wanted to do a new segment on the show, which is going to be the weekly balanced factor. And now when we think about a factor, it's not math, but factors are things or circumstances or events, anything that relates to a certain outcome and in this instance it's going to be a desirable outcome something that's going to make you feel better and will promote better health and wellness and so there's so many factors in this world but I'm going to pick each week a new balanced factor that is going to help you get to where you want to be every week so with that said for this week we got a very simple tool and tactic a factor that is something you do every couple seconds if not every second and it's extremely underrated and that is just pausing and taking a deep breath now this goes a lot farther in its effectiveness than you would think and I will give you an example the other day I was going a mile a minute I had coffee I had a lot of things on my plate I was feeling extremely anxious I was in the grocery store and I was just bombarded with intrusive and negative thoughts about things I needed to get done and it was just chaos in my brain and I stood there for a second and I just paused and I took a big inhale and a big exhale I brought myself back to my breath which allowed me to clear my mind for that second and focus on the now and not the future. So that is the balanced factor of the week. And I think I'm going to still continue to do my weekly favorite because this is just fun. And this week I've been obsessed with smoothies. Like every morning all I want is smoothies. Don't know why. I always find in the winter I crave smoothies more than the summer. I don't know what it is considering it's very cold here in Canada. However, I've just been on this smoothie kick and it's been like a blueberry, banana, spinach, almond butter concoction. So good. It's hitting the spot. That might change in a week. It might not. But for this week, it is smoothies. 
Now that all of that stuff is out of the way, it's time we dive into this week's episode. So let's discuss five ways you can accomplish your goals this year and how to remove the pressure to feel like you have to have your life together. Alrighty, so like I said, this is not going to be your typical tools and ways to accomplish your goals, make a vision board, things like that. All of those things are great, but I find often when we put so much on ourselves and out there in this world that we're creating and we're aspiring to be, it can really pull us away from what we're doing in the current moment and what we have currently And that can create a lot of tension, anxiety, pressure, confusion, and ultimately that can cause us to not end up achieving our goals because we get lost in the action of all of it. So let's just break it down why we tend to feel a lot of pressure around this time of year. You know, we go through the holiday season, things are fun, relaxing, depending upon what you're doing, we enjoy ourselves, and then January 1st hits and it's like, holy crap, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to have my life together. So many things come at us and it's like automatic as soon as January 1st hits, we have to have everything in our life together. And let's face it, that's just not reasonable or realistic. And we look at this date as a turning point of huge changes, but those changes aren't obtainable in this present moment. Many of these goals we set for ourselves are not going to be attainable until a year from now and so right now in this moment because those goals are not within our control or in our reach it becomes very chaotic and a lot of pressure can be felt through our bodies and through our minds you know having goals such as graduating reaching certain financial marks in your business or in your career All of these things are obtainable and reasonable, but they're not achievable in this exact moment. So for me personally, you know, I was setting goals. I want to graduate at a certain time this year. I want to be financially stable in a certain mark next year. And I got extremely overwhelmed and felt this pressure to all of a sudden be looking at money and and things like that. And I'm like, okay, but I can't, I can't do that right now. And so we look at all of these end goals, but what about the things that we're doing to get to those goals? Those are the real things that actually matter and they're how we're actually going to accomplish those goals. And how we do those things are a lot of things associated with our behaviors and our habits. And if we focus more on those, then it will allow us to get to those end goals goals themselves so that's really why we feel those pressure and anxieties around this time of year is because of all of these unrealistic standards we put on ourselves as soon as the calendar hits January 1st and you may also be somebody who experiences a ton of desire to change and implement new things into your routine and that that works really well for you some people absolutely love new year's resolutions i know for myself i love this time of year it's a fresh start some people don't believe in the fresh start and that any time of the year is 
really a fresh start for you and I also back that 10,000% but for me personally I just like the reset around this time of year as after the holidays I feel like I need a switch in organization in my daily routine and life in general but often we look at these new year's resolutions and we can tend to really lose motivation or fall back within two weeks of of the new year and there are there are reasons for this and I'll walk you through some of them but you know if you look at studies okay so there's a study I pulled up after doing some research on this and in a group of 1200 individuals only four percent stayed to their goals till the end of the year so that means out of that group only 48 people actually accomplished their goals by the end of the year which is not very many considering 12,000 people made goals and they totally fell through and there are reasons why this happens and why those numbers are what they are and it's really dependent upon the individual the way they function the way they're wired and also their lifestyle and that these may not be obtainable for them so things like they're setting unrealistic standards for themselves like we've discussed they're not representative of their true selves or they're not true to who they are The goals can be deconstructive versus constructive goals, which I'll talk a bit more about that later on. They can be made within time constraints that are just too rigid and not obtainable. And also, ultimately, we may not know what we want. And, you know, if you look at January 1st and you're like, oh, I don't know what I want this year, that's okay. But setting expectations for yourself and expecting yourself to be there by the end of next year, if you don't know what you want, then now is not the time for you to be making goals. Now is the time for you to be working on and figuring out what it is you really want. And that maybe is your goal yourself is to figure out what you want. And another reason why we often lose the motivation and by the time the end of the year comes up, we're like, holy crap, I didn't I didn't accomplish anything I set for myself is because we don't commit to changing our habits and behaviors that lead us to those goals. And if you look at the science, on average, it takes about 66 days for someone to develop a new habit and behavior, which is basically two months. And it's different for everybody. It's in between the days of 18 to 254 so it really depends but regardless on average it takes 66 days to make that change and if you don't commit to those to that period you're not gonna see those end results within the year because you have to consistently implement new behaviors every single day until it becomes routine and when that becomes routine and automatic in your system then you start seeing the desirable results that you want to achieve and so often we you know we'll lose track we'll lose sight we'll get distracted by other things that come at us in life and that can just ultimately pull us away from implementing those new habits and behaviors and then we don't get to those end results and it ultimately makes us feel like we're a failure And so going forward, I want to provide you guys with five crucial tips on how you can accomplish your goals this year and remove that pressure to feel like you have to have your life together right now. Because bottom line is you don't have to have your life together. That is 
important to remember is that you do not have to have your life together right now. Nobody has their life together at any point in their life, really. If you look at it, there's always something going on. There's always something happening and it's never a picture perfect world. Let's just put it out there, okay? Just remember that if you're feeling some something and you're struggling with something right now, so is somebody else in this world. The first way in which you can accomplish your goals this year is when you are setting these goals, remember and practice quality over quantity. We all get really excited when we look at all the things we can possibly achieve within a year and the things we can do. And for myself, you know, I was looking at all these things. I want to travel. I want to do this. I want to do that. And we often will put too much on our plate. We put a high quantity and those goals themselves, they're not really good quality goals or they're not in this term representative of ourselves and realistic standards of what we're able to achieve and so looking at how to make these goals really good quality is a couple things first recognize whether they're deconstructive or constructive goals and that means we want these goals to be constructive in the sense that they align with your values your environment in which you live in they are realistic and they are built from an inspiration and a a sense of self-worth rather than coming from other people so deconstructive goals are goals ones that are not stemming from who you are and they may be acquired because you heard someone else is doing that or they are focused on materialistic things which that's a huge thing for a lot of people we look at money weight loss anything that's materialistic as things that we should achieve but they may not actually be aligned with what the root problem is as to why you're not getting there and those are where you want to focus your direction and ultimately create those quality goals around and a really good way to create high quality goals is to follow the principle of SMART goals. Now if you've never heard of SMART goals, it's an acronym and it stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time Bound. Now the first time I did this and I created goals for myself, I found this extremely challenging because this method really causes you to narrow down your focus and shift things to be extremely specific and really concrete and that's why this method exists is because it takes all of that big ideas that you have and really allows you to focus in on what's important and so when you follow this practice and I mean if you google it there's many different templates out there you can even just write it down yourselves it really helps you align with your current situation where you're at in life and ultimately what you desire to be going forward and a part of this process of creating these quality good quality goals is to also be educated in what the goals you're setting and so say for example your goal is to eat healthier things like that do the research and educate yourself on what that looks like and it looks different for everybody so following what other people are doing is not necessarily going to be the same thing that's going to work for you and you have to be educated and be knowledgeable of how to get to these endpoints in order to ultimately get there you can't just expect to 
know what works for your body in a split second off of watching an Instagram reel of somebody eating something that you think is healthy yourself. It's so specific to who you are and how you work, how you manage. And so really narrowing deep down into how you can create these quality goals is going to be one key component to achieving them by the end of 2023. Okay, moving on to number two. And this is ask yourself why. Look at what you've set for yourself, your intentions, your goals, your aspirations, and ask yourself, why am I making this a thing for myself? Why am I setting this standard or this goal for me to achieve within a year? If you can't figure out why you're doing that, then it's most likely it's not right for you. There has to be meaning and purpose underlying with those goals that you set in order for them to be achievable and realistic of who you are, who you surround yourself with, the environment in which you live in, and ultimately where you want to be going forward. And I'll give you an example of something personally I set for myself last year and kind of how it aligns with this idea of why. So for me, a goal of mine was to get a bike and bike around the city. Now, The reason as to why I was able to accomplish this goal, and I mean I biked nonstop throughout the summer, is because when I made that goal, there was a reason behind it. It wasn't just the idea of riding a bike for fun or things like that. It had a meaning and a purpose behind it. And so when I asked myself why I set this, my answer was is that I wanted to explore the city I'm living in, but also activate my system and energy levels in a new and different way in the past few years as you've recently listened to my podcast episodes I did go through some health concerns and issues that limit my ability to really exercise and so for me getting a bike and taking that initiative to do a new form of activity that I hadn't done in a while it was a starting point of me getting back into living again and exerting energy in a way I haven't done in the last few years. So instead of just thinking that riding a bike and doing that is just for fun and for the glamorized pictures of it all, I mean it was pretty cute. I did have I have a basket on my bike. I I love my bike to death. There was an underlying purpose and meaning behind that. And that's how I was able to really accomplish that goal and get to that end result by the end of the year. Number three. This one is to practice mindful stimulation monthly or every few months. And this may sound a little confusing at first, and I'm going to further explain what I mean by mindful stimulation. So what I mean by this act is doing things that stimulate your brain in a new way. And there's many different ways in which you can do this. And it's also very dependent upon the goals that you set for yourself. However, it's a practice of stimulating your brain in a new way that's going to excite it and keep you from falling down and losing that motivation. We often, as we've spoken about previously, will lose that motivation if we don't stay consistent with things. Or we'll just become forgetful of things. And by implementing these stimulation practices, it will really fire start that drive and desire to get 
into the things that you love doing or that the things that you want to achieve by the end of the year. And so, for example, say your goal is to be consistently working out. By stimulating your brain in the sense of making sure you do a new type of workout or something completely different than you haven't been doing in the last few months every few every so often it's gonna drive and give you more inspiration to keep doing new things which will keep you from falling back if you continually do the same workouts do the same routine all the time yes it's going to build new habits but it's going to become boring it's not going to be exciting in your life and it's just going to become repetitive and not really be something desirable anymore right now we're in a phase where a lot of us are trying new things we're implementing new routines which is super exciting and it's always kind of fun to try new things but after these become habitual and we start to see changes in our behaviors We can also lose motivation to keep up with them because it just might not be as exciting as it used to be. And so even with working out, buying yourself a new workout outfit, it can be as easy as in the kitchen, you ensure that every month you implement a new recipe or a new ingredient into your routine. And in order to stay cognizant and implement these new practices every month or every so months, Put little reminders in your phone right now. Go in your calendar, set an alarm, a certain date, and say, I need to be doing something different today that's associated with X, Y, and Z, dependent upon your goals. Go put those reminders in now so that you are already set for the year and you'll have those little prompts to keep you motivated, keep you on your toes, and keep things exciting. Because ultimately why we lose the motivation is because it's just not exciting anymore. Or we kind of look at ourselves like, what's the point and the point is is that you want to accomplish those goals that you set for yourself so how can you change things or stimulate your brain in a way that's going to excite yourself again and make things desirable think about it of how you can make things the most desirable for yourself depending on your truths your values and who you aspire to be going forward moving on to number four and that is in general, to be self-aware. Self-awareness is something that's very difficult to master. I wouldn't even say I'm a master at it. However, it's a very important component to being able to set goals for yourself that align with your morals and your values that are realistic and ultimately good quality goals that you can achieve within a year. Self-awareness involves the practice of knowing your surroundings So the people in which you surround yourself by, your environment, where you live, so temperatures, seasonal changes. It also involves the process of knowing your thought process and the way you feel, what makes you feel good, what stimulates you, what gives you high endorphins and makes you feel happy, what doesn't make you feel happy. What gives you a stomach ache? What doesn't give you a stomach ache? It's all of these things that being aware of what's going on around you and its impact on how you feel both mentally, physically, and also spiritually is a key component to really narrowing down into what you want. And it goes back to finding that why. And this is a practice that the more you're self-aware of what's going on 
the better you're going to be able to align and shift your desires to really focus on something that's applicable to you and not somebody else not what you think society wants you to be what you truly want to be and where you truly want to get to and like I said being self-aware is not something that's just going to come overnight it's definitely something that takes time and dedication to implement into your life however the more you're able to be cognizant and aware of your emotions, your surroundings, the people you are with daily and realizing how they make you feel, you're going to be able to develop this awareness and ability to align your actions, behaviors, and things that you do with where you want to get to in the end. And something I've learned, and this personally works for me, it may not work for everybody, but something that's really helped me build awareness is kind of just sitting back and observing my surroundings more. I often used to be someone who was constantly engaged in the conversation that was occurring in front of me or engaging in things going on in school. Like just, I, because I'm a very busy individual, I was always go, 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 go. And I never really sat back. And it wasn't until the last few years where I allowed myself just to kind of sit back and observe I was really able to figure out okay what's going on right now how is this making me feel and do I really want to be here is this is this getting me to where I want to be so if you kind of just let yourself and this doesn't mean you're by sitting back it doesn't mean that you're not staying motivated or you're not being driven you're just observing and looking at things from a new lens than you used to And so by practicing this, you're going to be able to ultimately develop a better sense of self-awareness, which will enable you to become a better version of yourself and also get closer to the goals that you want to achieve by the end of the year. And lastly, this is the most important out of everything we've discussed today, and that's why I've saved it for the last, is to focus on the now. Don't look at where you need to be in five years from now. Focus on what is currently going on in your life, where you currently are, how you currently feel, and whether these goals that you set for yourself within a year are really going to be representative of where you are now and in the next few months. A year is only 12 months, okay? It is a long time, however, it really isn't if you think about it. There are so many things that happen within a year, yet it's not really enough time, especially if you're a younger adult, for you to fully make changes in the way you mentally process information or adapt new behaviors. You know, we're still developing, we're still growing, even as older adults. Every time we make these new connections and meanings, it takes time to really make those things concrete in our life and if you're setting these expectations for yourself to be somewhere in a year from now that are not at all 
close to where you are right now, then it's not going to be achievable. It really isn't. So focus on the present moment right now. What can I do in this moment? How can I change? How can I practice better things to get myself to where I want to be? And where I want to be is a clear representation of who I am, what I value, where I'm currently at in life, and ultimately is a clear depiction of something that is actually obtainable within 12 months. You know, if you're focusing your attention on things that are really far from you or really out of your control, you're going to get lost in the actual practices that need to be obtained to really get there. If you're setting goals for yourself of these big financial numbers that you want to reach or targets you want to reach by the end of the year, that's fine. However, you need to come back to focusing on what can I do now to get there. Money doesn't come overnight and it also doesn't grow on trees. So maybe let's shift the focus on the behaviors and the habits right now that you can do that will get you to that end goal by the end of the year. There's nothing wrong with setting those standards and goals for yourself. But if you keep focusing in your brain on, I need to get to these numbers, I need to get to these numbers, you're not going to get there if you don't draw your attention back to how you're actually going to get there. And those those how things that occur in the present moment. And that's why we need to focus our attention on the now and not the future. So with everything I've discussed today and these five crucial tips and ways that you can achieve your goals this year, I hope this gives you some clarity and guidance on ways that you can better yourself and be the best version of who you want to be in 2023, as well as remove that pressure, that weight off your shoulders to feel like you need to have it all and have your life together. Because I know how it feels and often when January 1st hits, like we've discussed, We think that overnight we're going to accomplish all of these things and we have to be organized, we have to have good hygiene, we have to be fit, we have to eat well, we have to reach certain financial numbers. No, 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 no. That doesn't happen overnight and it's not going to happen overnight. It can happen within a certain time frame if you change your behaviors and your habits, but the only way you're going to do that is is to focus on the present moment and realize what you can do right now to get to those end goals. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to scroll down on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review. Let me know which guests have been your favorite so far, your favorite episodes. I love hearing your feedback and it sincerely helps support the show. Also make sure to follow me on Instagram and check out my website at Balance Factor to stay up to date with new content, recipes, mindful practice, anything like that, you name it, it's all up there. So make sure to follow and check it out. And with that said, I hope you have an amazing week. I will see you next Wednesday for another new episode. Bye guys.